0: Welcome to Dumb and Busted, true crime stories of insane stupidity and exceptional genius. I'm Allison Copeland. I'm Hannah Ether. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I'm pre 10 o'clock Hunter Donaldson.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the. Oh, can you play pre 10 o'clock Hunter Donaldson? That would be great. <laughs> I'm sound engineer Hunter Donaldson. Uh-huh. Very cool.
0: Um okay, before we start anything super enormous, huge, mega, insane shout out to Kelly Wynn and Scout St. James, our newest Patreon patrons. Um Woo-hoo. you guys are the fucking best. Uh thank you so much for supporting. And um hopefully we don't super disappoint you. <laughs> Because <laughs> we're at this point we're just doing whatever we want.
2: <laughs> uh, all right. It's a little free for me rather yeah. than our normal.
1: Free uh, jazzy. Format, can, we, so. can we can we at least big it up a little free bit? Free jazzy? Yeah. Free It's our yeah, it's free, our free jazzy. jazz era where we're just kind of going, you know.
0: <laughs> we're the podcast version of Scat.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Chatting around. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. How is good. everybody?
1: Oh, I'm pretty good uh, overall. I guess I'm I'm okay.
2: Mhm. Uh-huh. Allison. Awesome. Um. Good.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, with it sounds kind of weird to say, but like with everything going on and happening. uh, I just, it feels so much better to just have this enormous wave of action than it does, you know, to be like, this is just so horrible. Oh, this is awful. You know, God, Mm -hmm. when, when's someone going to do something? It's just like, just so much action happening right now. And I love it. I mean, I I
2: think it's it's gotten a lot more like, uh, I don't know, like last week felt very draining, um and downtrodden and this week feels like okay now we're like dusting ourselves off and like actually doing stuff around it and like supporting each other through it.
0: Yeah I mean I fucking hate that uh you know what it took to get to this moment yeah. and that is just like truly horrifying. Uh but I mean it's been horrifying for ever that's you know that's kind of the point is like Mm -hmm. and it's just been yeah let's just (laughs) shake our heads and say this is really just awful you know Mm -hmm. so this is just much better than that
1: did uh were you were you on 84 the interstate 84 the other day when they marched on that because that looked that that was awesome
0: it looked amazing and i am so upset because that's like the one day that i missed and the reason is um that i had to like take care of mace for longer into the evening but they were coming to my neighborhood so i was like oh that's perfect by the time they get here i will just pop out the door and jump in the crowd you know Mm -hmm. but uh i was so so fucking disappointed when i found out that they were blocking off the whole freeway i was like of all the nights this is so cool <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah it looks amazing though.
1: I didn't hear I didn't hear that that's what they were gonna do beforehand either so I don't no, know No, like, they didn't announce it. Yeah that's I don't know how, how this that was so crazy. that was awesome. The well,
0: police were tweeting out we didn't know this was gonna happen careful of this dangerous situation everyone <laughs> that's near there'
1: <laughs> well yeah. they like did you guys it see off, that one like, getting? they like blocked it off and they did it right like yeah
0: yeah right and i mean people should be tweeting that about the police (laughs) (laughs) careful of this dangerous situation they've created
1: these cops are are out here rioting and looting every night (laughs) they're throwing they have weapons they're throwing tear grass like yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> they're telling us they're not going to use tear gas anymore and then they do a take these back sees the next day. <laughs> like, like okay. is it a trick? like.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, it's like just the – because they did that in Seattle too, right, where mm-hmm. it was like we're not doing this. Like literally one day later.
1: <laughs> yeah. The All commitment right. in Seattle was 30 days too. Ted, Ted just like came out and spoke to the protests and was just like – well, we're, just, he was just kind of ambiguously saying that. We're, we're looking we're, at it. Yeah, that we're going to try yeah. not to do it anymore. And then, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, because that's sufficient enough.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, all uh, you can do is try and then, you know,
1: yeah, you end tear yeah,
0: gassing everyone. and, and are then you are trying just, you not to forward. tear gas
1: everybody. But, yeah, <laughs> but, you know, it just, I don't know. It's like, th- there was a Sometimes, thing I was, there's a thing I read where one of the deputies was like, if we don't tear gas, then we'll have to hurt you in some <laughs> other way. Like, oh, my God. He didn't say it like that, but that's what he meant, basically. Was yeah. like, if you take tear gas away from us, well, we still, you know, we're still going to have to, we still got to hurt we're people. We're just going to
0: have to beat you with our batons. Mm-hmm. What do you want here?
1: Yeah, what do you want yeah. here?
2: God. They'll come up with something, some other form of a weapon, so... The journalist
0: account of what was happening is horrifying, yeah. what happened to him.
2: Yeah, disgusting. Also, uh, someone I know was talking about how they worked directly with Ted Wheeler and said he's easily always the dumbest person in the world, or in the room. <laughs> in the world. Possibly in the world, I don't know. But also, like when I think of Ted Wheeler, I think of him as the equivalent of someone posting a black square, and that's all they've done for the BLM movement. <laughs> That
0: yes, um, he, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, is the mayor of Portland. Yeah. If you haven't figured that out by now. But yeah, he's definitely. Uh,
1: he's the mayor of Portland for now. He is the. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say
0: he's a. Not forever. His, that's for his sure.
1: mayorship is in a transitional period uh, and it is transitioning out, I think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> is transitioning to someone else. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's yeah, an yeah. interim mayor for now, to merely <laughs> just kind of there in in the seat, but not, but nothing of consequence is happening.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, so I have to say, um, we we were all the Portland City Council meeting was yesterday, mm-hmm. and um, a lot, you know, a few of us like were listening. A ton of people were listening to it, but yes. um, a little group like Hannah and me and a couple other friends were kind of all listening together. And um, it was a Zoom meeting because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, one of the most like cringy moments of it was <sighs> as they were opening up, you know, the meeting and then you see each of the commissioners and one of the commissioners who's a like sort of younger white Portland lady, uh, in her, the background, she's sitting at her dining room table, I assume. And in the background of her dining room, there is like this weird shrine with like various black people, uh, maybe from Portland, maybe other leaders. And they're not like MLK or Malcolm X. It's like we're supposed to assume that she's like deeper than just that surface level uh-huh. knowledge, uh-huh. you know. And it's like yeah. this little with like. Um, the vigil candles and like different stuff and it was just the most oh. embarrassing mm. performative ally move you know that's like <laughs> nancy pelosi <Yeah>. yes <laughs> it was very cringy was and of bad. course somebody definitely like someone who went off and was like and also your stupid fucking shrine and like <laughs> <just going laughs> <laughs> maybe listen funny. to their words and actually vote like they wanted instead of crying in the meetings
2: <laughs> you're stupid fucking shrine. yeah was it the guy that i recorded did you see me yeah that? damn <laughs> yeah. that was like the biggest go off out of everybody he was like <laughs> not fucking around no <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it was very awesome. I am, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, cause you spoke so eloquently and, um, did you rehearse at all before? Um, I wrote it ahead of time. Well, also you're like debate team status. So that's what it was. It was was just
0: like, let's put together an argument real quick while the pug chews Uh on my ankle and the kid is like,
2: I need more chocolate bars. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Just take one. (laughs) I was, but I was also like you being a mom, I was imagining like, is this how I would feel if if Allison was like my elementary school teacher and we all got into <laughs> deep shit and she was like <laughs> giving us a wake up call because oh yeah, like but I felt weird. like not I don't, I don't want to be biased or anything but I felt like like you hit a lot of like points on. I don't know. It just like felt more straightforward than a lot of people are sharing. I know there's no right or wrong way to provide a testimony, um, but it just, I don't know. It just, it seemed to, it, I wouldn't doubt it grabbed a lot of people's attention. So thanks. Um, You're yeah.
0: welcome. <laughs> 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 We're just recording ourselves being <laughs> congratulatory good job. with good, good, job. <laughs> good job guys Good job. Uh, it's, yeah this is really about white people showing up for each other showing up
2: yeah <laughs> totally
1: that'd be a good name for the show now I think since <laughs> since true crime so I want to talk about how uh true crime is dead and I and I was right all along it's unethical. yes you were I was my my original bit on the show was I think proved <laughs> completely correct, and now we are living in a post true crime world. And I am, I'm, I'm. I feel like I did it. You know what I mean? Like I vanquished <laughs> the true king. crime.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, cops is canceled. Whatever that new reality show after that was yeah. canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was
1: mm-hmm. the new
2: reality show after that.
0: Something related to that. Some oh, true crime okay. Thing. Like but... a
2: re- somewhat of a revival
0: of it. I don't know. It was just no. It was like a new concept, but it was something glorifying, right? And they're on their way out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they better be. Bye, bitches. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fact of the matter is, uh, <laughs> it's like all. What are we do? Incremental change? Are you kidding me? Like. <laughs> we that's that shit is over. Nobody's even going to stand for that. Anymore. Right. Yeah. Like there's not there's I think, you know, one of the commissioners who's actually been working on this cause for like years and years, decades, it was like, me? yeah, she's like, I have s- seen, you know, eight or ten different chiefs and friggin lieutenants and whatever come through over the years and talk to all of them and done all these like trainings and advocated for all these. Uh, changes and blah 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 and she's like I haven't seen one iota of change it's not going to happen okay there's no like mm-hmm. there is no reform that is going to change the actual system itself Right? And it's like
2: yeah duh mm-hmm. like obviously she's right you know you're not gonna fucking I, I just assume that any incremental change is equivalent to no change because it, 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 they're not going to take it seriously. Yeah, if yeah, it's, just it's these small changes. Literally, just putting a like
0: new shiny bumper sticker on a fucking completely dead beater, and then being like, uh-huh. "It should drive now. I think it should run."
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um, what are you? What are you guys reading or watching or listening to right now in regards to the
1: movement? I, uh you can. The, this is good to bring up cuz you can get this for free currently but uh i got the ebook version of the end of policing by yeah uh, that's
2: on yeah. my list
1: it's free right now so basically go get it cuz i mean it's free so you need to go get it and read it but uh it's very policy focused and yeah it's 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 great it 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 makes a strong case for some things that i feel like on cable news right now they're trying they're trying their dangest to sa- make it sound like it's so crazy, you know.
0: Scary, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. boy, right. D- defund the be- police. You mean no police at all, and they're <laughs> just gone, and now you, and now it's all different. Well, that's what that means, anyways. We don't have to talk about it or discuss it. Let's move on.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah if we end slavery the whole economy will be gone forever (laughs) it just disappears and money just blows up in your hand and Mm -hmm. then we all die and we'll all die (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's right segregation oh my god if we end that society will not continue yeah it won't Uh, everybody just just disappears a hole opens up in the ground and (laughs) we all drop through it
1: and we'll all be dead the next day so
0: yeah anyways policing we need it. no reason to even to explain what that
1: means. Cause uh, like I just told you, we'll all die if we do it. So you just have to trust me now and watch some commercials.
0: <laughs> oh my God. One of the things uh, that was just like so funny about listening. Cause okay. Over like 700 people signed up for this city council budget yeah. meeting to testify yesterday. And so it was just like hours of listening to people talk and like, You know, there were all the people on the end of it that had experienced trauma and brutality and
2: horrible, you
0: know, know, awful, awful. The worst Mm -hmm. case scenario of what happens with police. And then on the best end scenario of what happens with police were the people that called in that are like, I haven't had some horrible trauma, but I'm still left wondering what's my money? I'm not getting my money's worth. What's it being spent on? Like they don't show up. It, you know, I they don't uh-huh. follow up on like the small time shit. Like I don't hear from them, and they just don't care.
2: Like you know, yeah, so that's like people talking about their cars getting stolen and stuff, or like uh, their you know funny. their
0: window being their house A being smash. broken into. Like they said, this one guy was like, someone tampered with my window and like got into my house. And so the police officer was like, well, do you want me to include that in the report? And he's like, I want that to be the report.
1: Right. That <laughs> is the report. About? That's the whole That's,
0: thing. What, is it going to be blank? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I never even heard back from them at all, but I remember, okay. So one person, I used to live across the street from this park and la- like, a winter ago or two winters ago, somebody was murdered in that park. Um, they were just for shot God. in the head. And that was, yes. So it was horrible, just like a violent homicide. And the police came around to all the houses that surround the park asking, you know, for information or whatever. And then uh he so we're standing at the door and he's talking to us. And then he he was like, oh my God. You know, Mark was like, God, is this, is the guy okay? Like, you know, is he alive or is he dead? Like what happened? And he's like, he got shot. He's dead. What do you think? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like fully just laughing about somebody being murdered in the park across the street. It was like, and then, so that person's sister spoke yesterday and was just like, turns out we didn't know anything about him, but it turns out it was this like young guy out for a jog. It was just this horrible, like random violent crime, I guess. And then. The police, like, re-traumatized their whole family by fucking the whole thing up, and they had to get a private investigator to do their own investigation for their family. And Uh the stuff they uncovered about the ways the police messed up the whole thing and, like, have screwed their family over in this whole other way, is it was just horrifying. It was like, I just want my money back, all of it. And yeah. they just want to use it to sue
2: them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like if you think about it's like they they were paying tax dollars for the police and then they fail to do their job. And then she has they have to spend however much more money on private investigators. And mm-hmm. they've done like 10 times more work than the police ever have. It's mm-hmm. super frustrating. It's just it's
0: horrifying because like when they talk about, you know, a budget is a moral document and blah, blah, blah. Like I really actually understood the importance of showing up for that like kind of budget meeting or whatever Mm -hmm. yesterday, because it was like if I had if I had to take my personal money out of my wallet and hand it to an individual and say, go beat up black people, I would never (gasps) like that is essentially no, but we're handing it over to these other people. It's just a middleman doing that, you know, Mm -hmm. like so if we don't show up for these meetings to say, don't you dare fucking hand it to somebody and say, go beat up black people, go murder them, go send them to jail. Like, you know, you like it's horrifying that we have to. Tell them not to do that,
2: but <laughs> um, we should never have to say anything in regards to that should be on, yeah. un- you know, like should be understood without speaking about it. Right. Yes.
0: But sadly, we it was like it felt really nice to see people showing up and being like, we demand you don't give our money to people who are terrorizing communities of color. We <laughs> yeah. won't pay for that. <laughs> yeah, you know,
2: pretty straightforward.
0: Yeah.
1: How do you feel like um, how do you feel like they took it? The commissioners?
0: Um well the the uh mayor was not there because his mother had died the night before so oh god he was yeah so he was taking a day with his family which is fair um and then the two white commissioners were pretty quiet
1: mm-hmm. they
0: uh <laughs> you know just kind of keeping it quiet yeah um and then Joanne Hardesty who she is a black woman and has been Mm -hmm. also working on this cause for years and years. It's like, you know, she was kind of running the whole thing. She's great. So. Yeah.
1: If she wants to run for mayor, maybe, you know, I think, uh, I think I wouldn't really have any trouble thinking about my vote there. That would pretty much just be, I might just write her in actually.
2: Well, also someone to consider is that they're um, boosting at this Teresa Rayford.
1: Oh, of course. I I already voted for her, but uh, last time, anyways. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, her. They're doing a writing campaign. Like the various uh-huh. organizations around mm-hmm. town, they're saying like write her name in Teresa Rayford. If you yeah. don't know who that is, it's T E R E S S A R A I F O R D. So you can look her up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, did you guys see that they released the police deport- report of? Brianna
1: Taylor.
2: Oh, um, I, I heard it was so nothing. I heard... Blank, yeah. And it said no force entry.
1: Yeah. It's bullshit. It said
2: no injuries. Yeah, I just got chills. It's just so... uh So yeah, in the In the spot where it said
0: injuries, they put none.
1: Jesus Christ. Like, they
0: gunned her down in her home, to, and she was, like, dead on the spot, and they fucking put no injuries. I mean... It was just such a huge fuck you to everyone, you know?
1: Yeah.
2: God. So disappointing.
0: Meanwhile, uh, was it one or two of the officers for, I think it's one, but for George Floyd's case is out on bail.
2: Yeah, I think it's two of them. Mm-hmm.
0: Which I understand, uh, the way the law works, mm-hmm. but I, uh, do people on murder charges usually just get to pop out on bail? Is that a thing?
1: Uh, for I mean, murder, I guess so. I, I don't think so, but but I also don't. I don't. I don't really know off the top of my head how it works. I do know this: that if I was, let's say, I was the cops, or like I worked for the cops as like an image guy or something, like I was like trying to figure out how do we like kind of like negotiate our way through this so we can get back to just our incremental reforms period in air quotes mm-hmm. essentially meaning nothing and right. i feel like this is not how i would do it you know i just no. feel like the oh, way no. that they're doing it is almost like it's like petulant it's like they're children like did you see the yes. video of the police union boss just like Uh, yelling like we need to be treated like people (laughs) we're not (laughs) animals like everyone's being unfair to us right now
2: the mashup video where they mash it up with um all the
1: police brutality it's wonderful yeah
2: right (laughs) it's just
0: like they are the best people to make a case for police brutality yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. They are crushing that the yeah. last two weeks. Uh and Seattle, okay, I have to talk about this city councilwoman. Um, she the one that used, I think it is rumored, I'm pretty sure, that she used her own key. But either way, yeah. she let people in <laughs> to Seattle City Hall um protesters. She's been protesting with them for days. She's been calling for mm-hmm. the stupid ass mayor's resignation. Uh and just like fucking Kashama Sawant. Mm-hmm. That's her name. Uh but anyway, let everybody there were like s- tons of protesters all sitting inside City Hall Is she
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, that's badass, okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's how they should be doing it. Well, how do you guys as feel about as that? Possible.
1: How do you guys feel about that new country that formed in in Seattle, the Capitol oh, Hill autonomous had- zone?
2: Yeah, someone posted that fake Craigslist ad where it was like twelve dollars or something like that for that zone.
1: Oh, to buy it?
2: <laughs> to rent it okay. or something. Like that. <laughs> yeah, like super quaint. Like, yeah. just, like to feel feel totally safe. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm like I mean honestly, if there's if there's any part of this thus far where I'm like kind of scared for, on the other side, I feel like it mm-hmm. is it is that though uh yeah what are we talking
2: about say it again
1: so there, there's like an
2: area of capitol hill that is blocked off yeah called uh the autonomous zone right
1: yeah so it's it's some protesters and it does sound like there's more prominent antifa people um but it's basically like it's so actually what happened is the cops abandoned their precinct there and they actually specifically Mm -hmm. gave it to the protesters because they had been set up in the area so consistently and they actually said that they were listen we're giving this up to y'all um which i don't know i I don't i kind of question like why is that the logic but that's i mean and i wasn't there so i'm just being told this but Mm -hmm. uh they said they were giving up the area to the protesters as to try and de-escalate which is odd. It's weird that you would be like, all right, so where we are going to go? What we're going to do now is start seceding territory to Mm -hmm. the protesters. But so now they've blocked off, uh, it's like six blocks. And there are people with guns there. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's a guy, uh, his name is Raz, I think, who is a Seattle rapper who has like an AK-47 and has kind of said that he's like, the he he's said like he's the cops there now or something it's good get, it's getting pretty mm-hmm. pretty wild um and then trump has been tweeting about this is like trump's new excuse yeah. to go back to law and order rhetoric and talk about he's probably gonna make some sort of send in the military comment or something he's already said something like take back your city or it's like right. it's six blocks okay chill out
0: or i will
1: yeah exactly yeah. that's yeah, exactly I mean, how he put yeah. it um mm-hmm. but it is weird. Cause I don't really know. I, I feel like there's no way that looks good. on None of this. I mean, cable news has basically been like, yeah, we're not with y'all. Um, but I feel like this <laughs> <Yeah>. is <laughs> j- just, if you were curious, we're like, we're definitely going to try and make this as uh frame. This as as unfaithfully as we can and be uh, a yeah, bad actor. Um, like always, mm-hmm. like every time. Um, yeah. but, uh, I, yeah, I wonder, I wonder how that is going to play out. It's very weird. Uh, it it makes me laugh a little bit and then also I think about it a bit more and I'm like oh actually I want like how does this resolve I guess like
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, a little scary actually but it's 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 interesting that there's literally a part of Seattle that isn't that technically isn't part of Seattle anymore and I wonder <laughs> what if that like caught on and every city has like a <laughs> protester zone where right. the protesters rule
0: Um, yeah, I, I guess know. I mean, in the practice that already is, I guess, was, but
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um interesting, you know, I it just it's like really highlights all these fucking like the hypocrisy, which we all knew ex- was already the case, but like the hypocrisy of these. Fucking people with their guns at the state Capital mm-hmm. you know being like Our rights our rights you know everybody Has a right and then as soon as it's like Something that they don't believe they're like Bring the full force of the Government down on them <laughs> policing <laughs> Forever you know <laughs>
1: It's just like Yeah okay
0: you're What you mean is my right To be a fucking gross white supremacist right. You know yeah. yeah
1: please protect That yeah. that that should be something yeah. to, to be protected <laughs>
2: That's American right there. <laughs> um, something interest, so I'm still doing that Rachel Cargill workshop, and Ooh, same. Um, did you watch the interview of uh, let me pull up my notes here. It's the book Medical Apartheid. Mm.
0: No, I haven't gotten to that Have day yet. I'm, yet?
2: Um, I'm on
0: like day six or something.
2: okay. I wrote some notes. Yeah, it's by let me see Harriet Washington. And she did this interview. Um, basically just talking about her book, but like there's some shit in there that's really gross in in general. It's basically like, started with like experiment medical practices being yeah. experimented on slaves. And then, you know, as time goes by, it, like becomes like to, you know, like doing Chisky, experiments. On experiment. mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was just so gross. And then like the one that stood out to me is like, well, there were a couple, but yeah. Caps Casper Yegan, was a man that went missing in 1977 and turned up on a lab slab and (gasps) was the only unidentified patient in the hospital being, you know, like, you know, being done experiments or whatever they were doing on him and his family the whole time was like, where's our son we can't find him and they the hospital they kept asking and calling the hospital asking if he was there and they oh. kept saying he wasn't oh, god and that was really yeah. gross it was just
0: uh yeah it's oh, well. i feel like every single new thing that i learn is just uh <laughs> like a little moment of unplugging from the matrix of like yeah. how could this have been the real thing the whole time you know mm-hmm. like how the fuck are we just learning about this how is this but yeah I mean I get that that's the whole point is that we just nobody learns about it and that way nobody can be mad about it but yeah
2: and we're just like we're forced or we feel a, a duty to learn about this stuff now which is good um, right but it's sucks that it had to happen this way
0: well, the, I mean, it's like, once you do hear about this stuff or know about it, it, there's not a way to unknow it. You know, mm-hmm. you have to then choose to just be willfully ignorant or like go through your life willfully, uh, ignoring this, shoving it under the rug and decide to not do anything, you know?
2: Yeah. Um, but <laughs> what the, what was the experiment you mentioned that? What was the name of that one?
0: Of the Tuskegee syphilis experiment
2: was that the, the um, was that the same as the no, I don't think it was. there was also she talked about it's talked about in her book about this neurosurgeon down in Mississippi that would experiment on institutionalized black boys um, and he would take out parts of their brain and reason that it was because they had behavioral problems. God. Yeah. And then there was like no psych report to back these up. So it's just like that's disgusting. No. That's
0: the one I was talking about. It it went from the 1930s all the way to yeah. like I think even up to the 70s. Um mm-hmm. it was where such the, a
2: long experiment, so gross.
0: Yeah. They just told um a bunch of Oh, what is it? Did they have syphilis? Yeah. they So they had syphilis and they wanted to see the course of the disease, like the mm-hmm. disease progression over time. And they told a bunch of black people that they were going to give them treatment um, when really they were like a control group uh, and they weren't actually getting any real treatment. And then they, you know, died of it or whatever so that they could watch what happens when people die of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm pretty sure that's the, the crux of it but anyway pretty is fucking sick not good <laughs> look i mean i'm, I'm just good. gonna say it i'll say it okay <laughs> coming out against it <laughs> really hot take here for vanna
1: yeah i was wondering where we were all gonna fall on that one i was like <laughs> curious <laughs>
2: uh you know also, that's another thing I... go ahead allison no you go ahead Oh, I was just going to, I was transitioning. So if you have something to comment more, you should say it.
0: Well, I was just going to say with Hunter, what you just said of where are we all going to fall? It's like that. I wish that that was a joke, but like, you know, <laughs> oh, and for the right. three of yeah. us, it is, but like, there's so, I, I just, it blows my mind completely. Um, That like, let's not brutalize black people. Let's not kill black people. You know, just fucking murder them in the street for all to see with impunity mm-hmm. is like somehow controversial, right? Uh-huh. Yep, yeah,
1: yeah. But they did, they messed up a target. Um, they're there, they've there's been some property damage, so I think everybody just needs to chill out basically.
0: Yeah, no, that's what we do totally. in this country is mm-hmm. is um, you know, listen, if, I'm if I, someone... I get the
1: message or whatever, but. <laughs> They've caused some (laughs) inconvenience for other people and corporations. I don't know. So it's like really hard to know like where I stand on it. So I think I might be considering going. There's a Wells Fargo that got messed up. So it's kind of tit for tat, you know.
0: I wish that it was just obvious to everybody how sick it is to even think that that's a debate in any Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Sadly, I'm finding out there are a lot more people even in my uh, Facebook friends circle or whatever that, which is shrinking by the way, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> good on thing. A downward yeah,
0: we're trimming the fat here <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. Um, Go ahead,
2: Hannah. Have you at all listened to Brene Brown's podcast that just, she just started a couple months ago. No, Uh-oh. um, let me, for the listeners, just in case they want to listen, tune into to Brene, uh, it's called Unlocking Us. The last two episodes, she's been doing interviews with uh, Ibram Kendi,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, the author of How to Be an Anti-Racist, and this last one that I just listened to was with... I it's a long, her book is so long, but it's Austin Channing Brown, who's the author of Black Dignity in a World Made for Whiteness. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, I guess they're personal friends. So it was more of a kind of more casual than her normal interviews, but She's just like bringing up the points, which I'm also it's being echoed across multiple pieces of reading, including in white fragility. But it's like people saying, well, I can't be a racist because I have I have a black friend or, right. you know, like a racial relational justification, mm-hmm. um, which I just keep seeing people doing what I would is like the same know. as being like, uh, I, I know exactly what it's like
0: to be a woman in this world because I mean, I've dated a woman, so yeah. <laughs> I know what it means to walk around I've this world. I've talked to as a couple a
1: women, like my mom <laughs> and the lady that mom. works at the bank. Um,
0: you, can, you can't tell of, me I haven't experienced being a woman in this world because I've a lot of definitely gone on some dates, yeah, uh-huh. yep.
1: Yeah, there was like there's a state last year that was pretty cool. <laughs> Jessica. <laughs> and my sister. So yeah, uh you could call me a lady expert.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So stupid. Uh, um Did you guys watch 13th yet? I have not. No, I need to. It's on the longer side, but it's all good info. I mean, right off the bat, the stats are I forget what it is for white people, but for black people, it's like one in three goes to prison mm-hmm. in their lifetime versus a much larger, like a but much smaller percentage for white people, obviously. Right.
0: So. Um, yeah. Uh, I wanna read the new Jim Crow.
2: Yeah, badly. that's also on my list. There's so I, many good books that I have on my list.
0: I just finished White Fragility last night and then just started, So You Want to Talk About Race by Ijeoma Alua Cool. Oluo, I think. Anyway, um, but, oh, a person that I've been following that I'm just like, every video that they do is so good, and it's Sonia Renee Taylor oh. on Instagram. Um, What's that up? Yeah, very very good, Sonia S O N Y A Sonia Renee Taylor. Um, but every video, I am just like definitely holy shit. Oh, moments yeah,
2: yeah, she's great. Mm-hmm. Definitely a wake up call every every single video she puts up. She's great.
0: Yeah, just puts it in a way that um, is a mental shift every time. I feel like.
1: Oh wow! Well, yeah, I've um, I, I've seen one of her videos just mm-hmm. just the other day yeah uh
0: yeah i oh did you guys see oh hey i think you posted this uh mike schmidt uh the new da elect
1: friend of the mm-hmm. show mike's mike schmidt
0: friend of the show uh-huh. mike schmidt who we we'll elected elect.
1: who we single-handedly elected. got elected yeah
0: yeah um you're welcome mike yeah anyways um he has started his own like anti-racism reading book club kind of thing so
2: i am so excited which he is doing so you want to talk about race this month so that's awesome cool yeah um yeah he's they're doing live discussions i think i forget what platform it is but i can repost it when it pops up or it's like the day before or something um but i know just like before everything just how involved he was like i was so excited when they announced he won the primary Mm -hmm. i know oh no he won No, I mean the whole yeah the whole thing like, yeah he won the so election seeing that uh, news blip in the morning was really exciting
1: i got to have I a know. cool moment where somebody tried to tell me about him where they were like <laughs> Dude, actually we got this really cool like new da his name is mike schmidt and i got to just like organically just be like <laughs> yeah like he was on my podcast so like it's weird that you're trying to tell me about him because
0: <laughs> I, I literally got—I literally
1: worked for his campaign and got him elected. Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, if
2: anyone was part of his campaign, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: The relationship between a podcaster and their guest is intimate, uh, deeply intimate on mm. a level they will <laughs> never understand. Right,
1: right. And it's really just about local clout, which we have in spades. I mean, I. <laughs> I am Will Amit Week's fourth funniest person of 2019. Like, I am mm-hmm. Portland royalty, okay? Yes. Literally.
0: What Fail I say though. goes
1: in this town, okay?
0: Nobody tells us about Mike Schmidt, okay?
1: Yeah. don't tell me. About, oh, I know all about him. Because I did talk to him for about 45 minutes to an hour, okay? So step off Uh,
2: that was a fun
1: episode that was a great
2: episode (laughs) um yeah oh well
0: that was like one of the things that was cool about yesterday was people various people that were testifying kept bringing him up as like portland is ready for this do not equivocate do not sit here and tell us this has to be in steps you know like Mm -hmm. the fact of him being elected by a landslide with all of the like revolutionary ideas that you know he's had which are yeah it's like this just shows you people are fucking dying for something like not the same or a different version of the same shit you know yeah
2: yeah yeah he's a good example i'm really excited to have him on board Mm -hmm. um gives me just you know a slight bit more hope hopefully things will change more than that but it's a good you know, it's a good big step. Yep. Um, did you also on that city council meeting, um, I didn't notice because I don't follow the band Portugal the Man, but I guess the guitarist for Portugal the Man spoke during, uh, that was one of the callers that provided testimony. Oh, that's cool. You guys know Portugal the uh, Man? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah
0: um that is cool and then Damian Lillard coming to the marches and stuff
2: Uh yeah people showing up it's a good thing um yeah Um, I
0: (laughs) so Mace like a lot of the work is talking about how you know this we continue these cycles or how we can break these cycles and whatever. So a lot of that obviously means the ways that you talk to your kids about this kind of thing, you know, and like anti-racism is not shielding them from the realities of what's happening. Mm -hmm. It's like, you have to just, you have to tell them what's real, you know? Um, And so, I mean, obviously I sort of saw what he could He's three, you know, so I'm like, Mm -hmm. what can we digest and what's happening? But, I mean, I basically ended up just telling him, like, everything that is going on. I mean, Mm -hmm. not, like, the background of all of it because he won't even get that right now, you know. But, um I did tell him that, like, at first I was like, police are doing me no-no's to people, and that's why we have to go protest. And I was like, well, that leaves out all of racism, so uh-huh. not, <laughs> not really cool. <laughs> um, and then, it, you know, after a few days of conversation, eventually I just was like, you know, because he was asking, who is George Floyd? Why are these people all saying George Floyd? And oh, yeah. so I told him, like, he was a man who... You know, he was a man, people with black and brown skin, the police, they do think they hurt their bodies and sometimes they make them die. And, you know, with George Floyd, the police sat on his neck until he couldn't breathe. And then he died. And that's why people are saying his name to tell police that they can't do that to to people with black and brown skin anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. that like and he. He's it was like, I'm only sharing this because everybody's kid is different, but I a hundred percent would have thought that that was like the wrong move before sort of doing this work. And Mm -hmm. he has been like kind of processing it in his own way of like bringing, you know, asking questions or whatever, but like he handled it. Like he wasn't all freaked out or morbid about it. You Mm -hmm. know, he was just like, okay, well, yes, then we have to tell police t- to stop that. That's not okay, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, he even said on his own, he was like, well, I have white skin, and so the police won't hurt my body, so I will tell them they have to stop. And I was just like, that's... I love it. It's that is so adorable. <laughs> that is the whole point <laughs> of, like, being an ally. Like, yeah. that's exactly why white people have to show up. You are right, yeah. you know? Um, I Not that they're exactly. not hurting any... Yeah, now they're shoving old white dudes to the ground and right, cracking their heads. True. So whatever. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: well, but, that, true. but that old guy was with Antifa, okay? Like I read a very good tweet that explained it. Uh was there any evidence? Oh, no.
2: My God. No. That video was absolutely horrible. Super
1: horrifying.
2: Yeah. I
0: mean they and they just like you could see a couple of them be like, oh, no, we should help. And then the like the peer immediate peer pressure of the rest of them being like, fuck that guy, you know, or just like leave him. And they like back mm-hmm. away and don't even help him. It's like, yeah, and they're supposed to be the like protected group, you know, right. So, uh-huh. But anyways, it's been cool because I've brought him to a couple little family friendly protests. And so you know, he's been like, yeah, that's cars- are the tiny protests? Um, it's cool. It's like, you know, it is really inspiring to see people making a point of showing their kids like, look, young people can take action, you know, and look at all the young people around you doing that. They can do important things and say important things. And we can, we all need to show up for this. And what does that look like? You mm-hmm. know, yeah. um, but he's like been in his car seat by himself, just kind of like, you know, have Kids will just like chatter to themselves in their car seats. But anyway, <laughs> I was quiet and he was going, No, justice, no peace.
1: No, justice, no
2: peace. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Proud. Like mom the kind it. of nursery rhymes we are here for. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, hell yeah, that's awesome. <laughs>
1: that's great. So
2: um I'm just picturing tiny activist meetings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we demand more chocolate chips. <laughs> uh, I love that. And I'm so excited that Mason is learning this stuff so early. Cause you realize like you saw firsthand how absorbent they are to this information.
0: Hmm. Right. And well, it's like, uh, I've thought about it so many different ways. Number one, if you know, like mothers of black sons are in the exact opposite position right right now of where Mm -hmm. like I have a white son. So I have the privilege of getting a choice to explain to him what, you know, do it. What's too much. What's racism. Like that's a privilege to be able to explain it instead of having him live it, you know? Mm -hmm. And secondly, um, like, he is the most privileged class in this country, you know? And if he like, it all starts with him. He is going to be the decision maker going forward that like gets the power to say what's important. So yeah, it's not really like a choice if I don't like this stuff, right? then (laughs) I have to like help him hate it too, you know? Yeah. yeah,
2: and the earlier, the better, because the more he gets, you know, the more it becomes a regular conversation, the easier it is and the more willing he is to further educate himself as he gets older. Right. Right.
0: Yeah, I want it to just be a regular feature of his life to like, what do we do for our community? How do we be a society member that is like, that cares, you know? Yeah. But how to also actively be Mm anti-racist.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm wondering how to do it the other way where you're like looking at your parents and being like, how do I kind of open your brain up real quick and kind of fix some stuff that did not, just did not really.
2: Have you had conversations?
1: Oh, it's been pretty rough, honestly. Uh, Really? Yeah. And it's just, and that's why I talk talk
2: to your mom, right?
1: Yeah. And I mean, we're, we're still kind of having a ongoing conversation, but that's why I talk about cable news so much because I'm kind of mm-hmm. getting, I don't watch that stuff. Obviously I don't even have a TV, but, uh, but I'm getting their messaging okay, kind of through my parents. And so I'm kind of seeing like what, what the, the way that they're framing the, the protests and the discussion I'm having to like push back in my family on that and i don't know it just kind of sucks it just feels like because it's it's just i'm having to it's like these people aren't even experiencing it and they have all these like built-in ideas of what everything is and what everything means uh and, and it's just a lot of it's a lot of bad faith stuff and i'm just i don't know it's it's yeah it's it's pretty rough um It's, I think, a little harder to teach mommy and daddy.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think the biggest, like, um, have, you know, my parents will probably listen to this episode, so they will know I talked about it, but I had a short conversation with my dad the other night and he said, you know, uh, most police are good people. I'm like, you know, uh, I don't doubt that they are maybe good people, but as soon as you put that uniform on, you are supporting a system that is broken. It's that simple.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, the fact of like, you know, how she breaks it down in white fragility is like, everybody is super, it makes it very easy to avoid racism when it becomes a matter of like, you're a good person or a bad person or whatever, you know? And it's like, that isn't what it's about. Like the world is full of good people who are supporting and upholding racism, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, (laughs) it's not about saying someone's good or bad. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's, it is, it's the same trick that people have been doing for, for themselves for a long time of just getting yourself out from underneath it. Like, Oh, well it's not, no, I only think good thoughts I don't think any racist thoughts and that's, and that's how you determine it. So that's it. Done. Done. I'm out. I'm exempted (laughs) from it. I am a genius (laughs) and got out of the system. (laughs) Uh, And then now it's.
2: Someone tweeted like, well, this happened and then this person solved it. So that was done. And then this person (laughs) came along and they shouldn't have been so mean, but they, then Martin Luther King came and he, they they got rid of the last racist, the end. The and end. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <that's right.
0: laughs> uh, I don't know, Hunter. That's so hard. I, okay. So that influencer that I was talking about, or activist, Sonia Renee Taylor, mm-hmm. had a video the other day that was exactly this. It was about that teenage girl who was yeah. like standing up to her I parents. And, uh-huh. yeah, and yeah. And um, for anyone who didn't see it, it was like she was commenting that that girl is young. She's trying to figure out her place in the world and she has the right kind of ideas in mind, you know, that she's like, she's 15 and doing what she thinks is right. But like, the fact is as adults and you know, as all of us who are learning what our place is, like it, the conversation should not be defending black people or whatever. Uh It should be turning it on ourselves and our whiteness and saying, what is it about us our sickness in our family that like, and our whiteness that makes us think we have a right to debate another group of people's right to live. Like that we are the, (laughs) we are in a position to like sit here and talk about someone else's right to a certain kind of life or any life at all. You know Mm -hmm. Um, that was just like, right. Because I would have felt the same as the girl. Like, engaging in a conversation about that's fucked. You don't get to say that about black people. Like, you know, you don't understand all the causes and all this And like, Whoa, don't, don't even be talking about other people. Mm-hmm. Talk about yourself and your whiteness, you know, yeah. like who do you think you are to say like, let's decide about them, right. you know? It's,
2: it's gross when it's put that way, but that's what it is.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it is. But those are like sort of the mental shifts that you can't get there on your own if that's what you've been immersed in, right. you know. that you do need voices of people of color to say like, hello, wake up. Like, why are you even looking at it from this point, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that yeah. video, that video hit me pretty because I feel like that is that is kind of where getting to to that conversation is pretty hard i think for people that i just feel like trying to go there with 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 people that have never really thought about that it's almost right. like they can't even register what you're saying like it's like they you know <laughs> you what i'm it? saying like they're like <laughs> they literally are like i don't underst- like i just don't even get what you what you mean and it's sad right. it just makes you feel like oh my god <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh, it's hard not to feel hopeless when it comes to like other people you know mm-hmm. that yeah. like and I guess that's sort of the thing is like okay yeah you could speak up and you can say that but the idea of schooling someone else or changing someone else is like not the thing it's like mm-hmm. uh, you know do your own work on your own self don't contribute to it and like if someone if you see somebody else you know that's like making a negative impact you can say something but like but you just know that you're not going to be the one to like enlighten them I yeah, guess yeah I, I, mean, know?
1: I, I exactly. know it's it's more just like I don't know I don't, I just don't even know I just don't know how to talk to them right now but maybe I don't know maybe so that hard get easier but it's, yeah it's just I mean, even about anything I like could just are... have any conversation right now And it's going to get, it's good. That's going to come into it somehow. So I'm, and I probably won't even bring it up. You know what I mean? At this point. Uh, But it's going to come in and then I'm, I'm going to hear some stuff and then it's just going to, yeah, it's just going to rattle me. And then, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't, yeah, it's hard to know. That's, that's honestly where I'm at right now is any, any work out there that I feel like makes me feel that I am better equipped to handle those situations, I think is what I'm looking for. like that's like my kind of number. Mm-hmm. and also and honestly, I mean, the policy stuff is kind of where my biases and interests already is. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. but that's kind of my my focus right now.
2: I think also um, just like w- the further you are reading things and listening to things and educating yourself on things, the more if you run into a conversation, that you're like, I I think your confidence level is going to go up this mm-hmm. far, and, like, you may be more comfortable and feel more prepared to have that conversation yeah. if it does happen, you know? Yeah. I like the
0: idea of sort of boosting other people's voices where it's like it doesn't have to be you saying this. It doesn't, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't mean you, Hunter. I mean, yes. like, you know, um. but, like, that it doesn't, we don't have to come up with why something is right. It's like, we don't even fucking know, but someone with real experience and real, you know, lived experience can be like, Hey, this is what it's like. I know because I've actually experienced right. it. like, Oh good. What a relief. Okay. So mm-hmm. this person knows what they're talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. It, yeah. I agree. Hunter It is like very hard for me right now to engage with, people that do not share my opinions on this and it's like it that sounds narrow-minded but really like it's (sighs) there are plenty of things I'm willing to disagree on with people but Mm -hmm. this is not one of them yeah (laughs) you know so this is just like go fuck yourself you know really is how i feel like i don't want to talk to you or just go fuck yourself
1: that's what i i would like to say that actually that's kind of where you know what I mean? like uh, just like text it right now like hey by the way like just so you know like how how i feel uh go fuck yourself go fuck yourself <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it it's just it is so hard though because it's not when people try to be like politics aren't personal, you know, it's just whatever. It's like it does not get more personal than this, Absolutely. you know,
1: right?
2: I think it would be really cool to have Jay Shingle on the podcast or like talk to him about because you know, you know, Allison, you mentioned like, and I noticed too, he got his license renewed or something
0: for um, to practice law,
2: yeah. If we could, that would be cool. I mean, if he has any, any experience around it or like, you know, what he's doing, that would be cool to hear from him.
1: Yeah, that would be cool. I haven't talked to him in a long time. I miss that guy.
2: Yeah. Cool. Um, I don't know if he guys license reinstated in the state of Oregon. Um, or if Washington. he lives in Seattle. Yeah, I just didn't know because he kept highlighting Portland stuff. So oh. I didn't know if he was trying to get involved in Portland or, you know, state of Oregon cases or if he's...
1: him posting that was the first... I I did not know... I didn't know that your law, your license has, like, an on-off switch and that you can kind of, like, be like, oh, oh, I don't need it right now, so I flip... Like, I I, I don't know. I I didn't know didn't
0: know either. Everything does because you have to have, like, a certain amount of continuing education and work hours and all that stuff to, like keep up your
1: mm-hmm. licensing
0: on things, you know?
1: Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So that you, so that you're a fresh, fresh lawyer in it.
0: And, yeah. and
1: ready yeah. to lawyer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. I'm here and I'm ready to lawyer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, you need to be fresh. Okay. You need to be lawyered up. Like you, 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 you got to do your reps every day, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> It's just like uh, opening and closing law books really yeah. fast. Opening and closing <laughs> the case, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: it's just like doing push ups exactly. and being like,
1: Your Honor, if it pleases the court, Your Honor, if it pleases the court, Your Honor, if it pleases the court, I object, I object, I object.
0: And somebody like patting his forehead with a cloth, and, like giving him his <laughs> quartz of Gatorade
1: Right. <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I had no idea. He had a law degree.
1: Yeah, he was a lawyer before he became a uh, a, a joke man, <laughs> a jokester. <laughs> oh well,
0: that's God. cool. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about?
2: I feel like I've exhausted all the points I had listed mm-hmm. out. I think so too.
0: Um, um I. I do you want to say real quick for anybody who feels like, what would we do without the police? This all sounds like crazy <laughs> madness. This, please, like, look into some of the models that are currently. Uh, it's also available.
1: common sense too. I'm so sick of how much people are pretending like they don't. Like it's so like it's rocket science, moon logic, <laughs> that they can't. Are rep- you? It it's so i can explain it right now it's really just like as we know it the institution goes away and then a new institution fills the void that they weren't even fulfilling in the first place like it's not
0: exactly people it's so funny the incredulity that people have about like are you saying to me no Honestly, are you telling me that we are going to have a medical professional show up to medical situations? <laughs> Come on. What kind of world? I don't... I what? just... Uh, <laughs> are you... Okay, please. You're going to tell me that we are going to have addiction specialists helping addicted people? That's yeah, just, Okay, okay
1: sure. That. Like, that's possible. <laughs> They'll even make it sound like, how would society even <laughs> appoint people to do a job (laughs) that needs doing like what you're crazy that's so nuts.
0: it's so it is very funny where it's like well we have trained people to do that why don't we fund social services wait we're gonna no we can't fund social services we have to make the police do the social service to give money (laughs) to
1: social services like i'm just so confused (laughs) by your crazy plan
0: Uh, a look, crazy
2: plan
0: if anybody is qualified to handle the issue of houselessness it is people with a ged and a gun okay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, those are the people we should call every time
1: mm-hmm. every time it's worked so far <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> so there are other ways maybe just open up a book, take a look, open up the internets and see what, what could people possibly be doing. I will say in Portland, there is a really promising, awesome program called Portland Street Response where they have yeah. specialists in the area of what it is that needs the specialists responding yeah. to that specialty, you know, mm-hmm. special problems. Mm-hmm. So they are assigning the correct person to the correct problem and it's solving it for cheaper. What do you know? Huh. Um so, Who knew? <laughs> yeah uh-huh. it's it's crazy stuff and I think it's worth <laughs> taking a look at <laughs> all right uh, on my soapbox there oh last but not least um, pick up a book
1: all right yeah pick up a book <laughs> just well probably just one it. of the books a book themed with what we're you know don't pick up like dune and be like I'm gonna read dune <laughs> it's like no that's not you're not helping that's not <laughs> yeah That's not really the theme of this month.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but the movie's coming
1: out. I'm excited about that movie. It's like, no, it's okay. That's not where we're at right now.
0: (laughs) We need to be reading more Stephen King.
1: (laughs) That'll help. That'll help.
0: It's a call to action. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Ready? One, two, three.
1: That's, That's all, all for all this, for this episode.